Which game is better, Street Fighter 4 or Street Fighter 5? We pit these two together across five categories to see which comes out on top, and then Catalyst takes us to Loreville as he covers the actual tournament winners according to Street Fighter canon, all on this week's episode of the Event Hubs Podcast. Alright, welcome back to another episode of the Event Hubs Podcast. I am John Catalyst Gray, and with me as always is John Velociraptor Guerrero. Hey, how are you this week? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty darn well as well. Good. Uh, ready to talk about some Street Fighter lore, some Street Fighter analysis. Putting Street Fighter 4 and 5 in a head-to-head combat competition of the ages to find out which one is objectively better. I'm, I'm actually mm-hmm. reasonably excited. Yeah, you know, John, before we get into that reasonable excitement, I have to ask our listeners out there, please, if they don't mind, go up onto YouTube and give us a like because it helps out the channel just an absolute ton if they don't mind. And they're not going to want to leave a like after we diss their favorite game in the franchise, whether that is Street Fighter 4 or Street Fighter 5. So please do it now before you get really, really, really angry at us. We'd appreciate it. (laughs) Yes, for our very uh, subjective points of view and and (laughs) opinions and all that good stuff. Yeah, but it it really is uh, helpful to us at this point in time to give us a few likes, give us a few comments, subscribes, all that good stuff. So we really appreciate you guys. Um, I was thinking about it earlier in the shower. I don't say it enough, but I, I, I do appreciate those of you that watch week in and week out and check out our content oh, here awesome. you guys are great so all right enough of that mushy stuff now time to piss you off uh, <laughs> so we are pitting like i said street fighter 4 and street fighter 5 sort of in the ring um, i've come up with five categories for these guys to go head to head with and the first one of these is gameplay so we're going to go through each of these and i'm going to say which one i think ultimately wins And with there being five categories, there can be no tie. So we will find out definitively by the end of this which game is better. What is the better Street Fighter? But we'll start with gameplay. Um, And now, what is gameplay? Well, (laughs) it's it's satisfaction of uh, what it feels to go in and and, and experience the back and forth of the game's play. Um, And I think that that comes from a certain level of balance when it comes to risk and reward. And that's on the micro, that's on the macro. I think you can kind of boil down fighting games and perhaps competition to a certain sense of risk and reward. And, And we have this kind of innate understanding of it, even if we can't necessarily articulate it, where we go, if something is keyed in just right, it is satisfying it is intriguing and we want to do it and do it over again and and when we're playing games man that's that's what it's all about is it worth my time is it hard enough but not too hard to get what i'm going for and so when i think about these games um i I, also i wanted preliminary to say that we're talking about the best versions of these games. So I could talk yeah. about single player content at Street Fighter V's launch, and I think it's going to lose to everything else under the sun. That's not very helpful to us. Uh, we're talking about the best look that these games have. Okay, so gameplay. Which game is better? Which is more fun? I'll start by saying that, uh, I, of course, I'm an 09er for all intents and purposes. I understand that. I don't feel like I have an especial nostalgic uh, uh, attraction to Street Fighter 4 because when I'm booting it up every once in a while, when maybe my friend Driftwood comes over or something, it, it, you know, we turn it on every few months or so maybe, uh, I don't get excited especially to play it, um, but I, there's a moment usually within the first or second round where I get this sort of swelling of, of satisfaction and excitement when I'm playing and I'm intrigued and I, and I feel myself sit forward in my chair, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and it happens uh, you see these kind of smiles break out over the faces of, and this is, this is uh, arbitrary, right. To me and my experiences, but I've seen it a couple of times across a couple of different people. And I felt it myself playing this game. There's a sense of satisfaction to it. And when dream King and I were kind of trying to explore this and say, why do we tend to like playing this game more than five. We were focusing in on the frustrations uh, that, that five give. And by the way, there are definitely, there are definitely problems with Street Fighter IV's gameplay uh, and frustrations. Um, but there's something about the, the sense of control that I think you have in four that is very appealing. Now, that's not necessarily good in and of itself. Because as I'm thinking of five and the way it has evolved, um, 
it is much more of a of a well what they intended it to be from the beginning a uh, a commitment fest, right? You got to make your mm -hmm. option and then you got to commit to it. Well, that's stressful as all hell. And certain players, depending on your personality, don't like doing that ever. And that's not only on, you know, your, your wake up in the commitment sort of option select scenario that Street Fighter 4 became kind of infamous for. It's like every little interaction is a commitment. Even when you're on offense, you might have one or two free hits on someone or free attempts of a hit on someone. And then then you've got to make a decision to either walk forward or use the move that you can that it's going to like hit them and let you continue but they might try to stick out another button and hit you in the process and it's constantly scary and it's constantly anxious in Street Fighter 5 where in Street Fighter 4 it felt like you could have more control over scenarios like that and you could play relatively safer but when i say and that I would, yeah i want to yeah, hear I would your argue reaction immediately that that it's the illusion of control in Street Fighter 4 because the game's controlling itself because you're inputting codes in there the entire time of to do option selects because you're doing crouch text every other well, time. Well, I'm not talking and you're only not... about option selects. You're right with option selects, uh, yeah. and that's fair. But that's part of the gameplay. It's a huge part of the gameplay. It's You, you can't divorce those two things. And, and the fact that this game plays itself 40% of the time and you're not having to make those choices. You're not having to do that stuff. Oh, hell yeah. It's 40% of the time, man. Anytime you get an Okazemi set up, anytime that you get pressure, I don't even have to think. I think that's a little bit to... liberal of a number, but I'll, yeah, I'll allow this game it for plays our intents itself. and purposes here. You see, Street Fighter 4 has aged horribly. This game has aged horribly because people have these, these fond memories of it. And I'll go back and play Super Turbo and get those same mushy feelings and all that other kind of stuff. And that's nostalgia. And you can't beat nostalgia because you can't beat the, the image that's in my head and how good that was. And, and the, the fact of the matter is Street Fighter 4 has aged horribly from a gameplay standpoint, so horribly that Capcom went to great lengths to take the, the the parts that people love about Street Fighter 4 and get them the hell out of Street Fighter 5. And those are option selects. Those are the control you mentioned. Yes. Uh, I think that they... So here's what I think. Um, you're not totally wrong, which is nice. <laughs> I think that if you if you imagine it as an evolution of uh, Capcom and the developers, they have their team. I'm sure there's different people from different games, but the it's the same company. It's the same kind of idea. And they are learning as they go from Street Fighter to Street Fighter. There are differences, yada, yada. But Street Fighter 4, I look at it as sort of like candy in a sense because it tastes good and it feels like I can have that control. And I'm not also another thing about it is I'm not worried like I am in Street Fighter 5 that any little interaction that doesn't go my way, any commitment that I make, whether it's whether it deals with a crush counter move, whether it deals with a jab, they all feel like they can be the uh, total beginning of the end, which with yeah. Vortex and stuff, but we're talking about the the, the the best look for each game. And I would say that's the, the final look for each game. Mm -hmm. But anyways, uh, there's that, that constant feel of stress and such, but it is a commitment game, which is something that I think is ultimately good. And it's the direction that you want to go to. So you start with Street Fighter 4 and, and it's like this sweet kind of candy. Then there's there is something to be said about that because if you are talking about a game that you want people to play and come back to play, uh, you want it to be sweet. You want it to be inviting. And so Street Fighter V, where it started, was just egregious. I think they tried to move away from all of that and the option selects, but they went way too far in a certain direction. And the risk and reward of Street Fighter V was absolutely terrible. Now, it's it's not perfect, and it's not where I would like it to be. But even the, the Street Fighter V's lifetime, its evolution within its own last like five years of its life, just within it as a game and not the entire Street Fighter franchise, you can see the evolution there as they tone down the damage, they tone down the, the crush counter, they tone down the, gosh, this, the, the ridiculous amounts of offense. And it's still there, and it's still tense, and it's still stressful, but it's better than it ever has been. And here's where I kind of come down on it, because we've been on this subject already for a bit. But what I come down on it as is... Street Fighter V is like an adolescent going through growing pains, and it is on the right path to becoming what we want. And what we want is a balance of footsies, uh, a balance of of intent, which Street mm -hmm. Fighter IV sort of lacked. And you know, I'd say Focus Attack messed with footsies in Street Fighter IV a little bit too, but that's its own conversation. Invincible um, backdashes too. I mean, it's 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 you know that pain super well playing against Rose or well, Chum you needed those because like of because of. Focus attack, right? Focus attack, yep. 
So, but uh, where was I here? Uh, Street Fighter V just has been this sort of evolution toward ultimately a, a better game. And and I think that you're fair to argue that Street Fighter V is at this point better than Street Fighter IV. I can hear people saying that. When I come down on it, though, when I'm playing the reactions that I feel that I, I don't know that I can articulate every single one of them, but the, the, the main takeaway when I play one game and when I play another game is I feel like playing one of these games again and again and again. And the other one feels often like duty, often like uh, I should work on it, or and it's not to say that Street Fighter Five doesn't have fun attached to it, and it isn't more fun than it ever has been. And I think that it's good. It's it's getting there, but it's it's that adolescent that still has one leg sort of longer than the other. And and good on Capcom because they could have just stayed back with what was sort of working for them and stayed there, but never grown forward and not ultimately get to where I think they are going. If they stay on this path, I think they are fine-tuning things and they will get there. But with where Street Fighter V is right now, it is sort of still a turnoff for a lot of people because of how stressful it is in that commitment-based um, atmosphere. And I, and I think they should maintain commitment, but I think that they need to make things like, well, crush counters and the, and the V system and things like that. That really takes away from it. So I think they'll continue to fine-tune and I think they'll get where they need to go. But at this point, I still feel like Street Fighter 4's gameplay, all in all, is more enticing, more satisfying, more fun. And so I gave this to Street Fighter 4. But I wonder if yeah. uh, that's what you're going to uh, give. Street Fighter 5 wins hands down for me. Street Fighter 4 is an obsolete, clearly obsolete gameplay system that Capcom got rid of. Because they're like, look, this the option selects, the, the defense, the way this game works... It is not fundamentally how we want our games to play. It worked out. I'm not saying that Street Fighter 4 wasn't a good game for its time, but it's an obsolete game. If you go back and play both games and you don't have the nostalgic glasses that most people have on for that, I think you're going to find a vastly superior game in Street Fighter 5 because, and, and we're very clear about this, and I agree with you that the offense is too dominant in Street Fighter 5. It's still an issue. It's less of an issue than it's ever been, but still an issue. But you go back to Street Fighter 4 and the way it plays is just outdated. It is it is no longer how we want our games to play because, again, the whole game is based around option selects. Literally, you can count how many times you do uh, uh, crouch techs in that game. And it's per round is like five or six or something like that. It's a ridiculous amount. The whole game is based on a fundamental flawed gameplay concept that should not have ever existed and does not exist. But that's in only one component games. of the game. But how many times are you doing it per round? A couple. How many times are you? Yeah, a lot. And, and so that, that that takes away a whole bunch of the gameplay that was supposed to be there that never got fleshed out. And so you you dialed back the intent. You made the game make those choices for you. And so to me, Street Fighter V wins hands down. Mm. All right. Well, I'm I'm the one that made the graphics. So I get to put up the winners and uh, I put it for Street Fighter IV. So there you go. Street Fighter IV wins on <laughs> gameplay. But as always, I'd like to hear you guys in the comments let us know what you think on each of these because, I mean, this, this is the conversation we're here to have. But moving right along, single player modes. Again, it's not the beginning of the game, uh, obviously. But single player modes. Um, this one was interesting because... I remember having a lot of decent fun, and I and I don't play a lot of single player fighting game stuff in, more recently, you know, in, in my life uh, because I'm I'm more in the competitive side of things, and I'll play them for research purposes. But I remember um, going back through SF4. It's like, yeah, the the story mode's pretty pretty fine. It's it was fine. Um, the <laughs> the what you can call it. Um, the trials, right? Every character had like 20 something trials and they were not uh, reasonable. They, they were not practical at all. They would be ridiculously hard and for not effect. There weren't efficient use of meter, but they were a challenge. And that was fun. I remember challenging a roommate to see you could get all of the trials done first. We gave ourselves like a week or two and, and see you could do that. And that was a lot of fun, um, even though I wasn't using any of those combos ever again in, in any scenario. Um, and Street Fighter V with the single player content, now it does have a more fleshed out arcade mode, which is cool. It's it's like, it's fine. Uh, the story mode, A Shadow Falls, it feels obligatory, uh, where it, but but it's there, and it is an attempt at this big cinematic story that has kind of become the uh, the standard thanks to NRS and a few similar titles or a few similar uh, developers. Uh, it's it's not it's not winning at any awards except for how awesome Zangief's chest hair is. That's pretty cool. Um, but the the thing that I think takes it away for me 
is that, uh, and, and it should do this, Street Fighter V has a better training mode than Street Fighter IV. It's got more options, and, and it, like I say, it should. They've been building on the experiences of the uh, the previous game, and so, but it does have that. And then it also has, a, like, the appropriate kinds of trials to teach you how to play a character. And then the demonstrations. This is a key thing, because the demonstration shows an applied... Um, uh, well, in some intent to give your audience direction towards how to play the game effectively, as opposed to it's just a tutorial. You know, it's a really nice tutorial that I basically automates the whole process of, of learning. You don't have to even do any moves. You just you watch someone do it and you can see it. It's really nice. Mm -hmm. the, the demonstrations are really nice. And I think they can get better. But the fact that they're there at the at, you know at all is a big deal there. And um, so I, I, I do think that there was a lot of fun in Street Fighter 4, especially in its vanilla days when you had to unlock characters. I, I can appreciate that that's not what everybody wants, especially if you're trying to put together a bunch of systems for a tournament. You want to have all your characters just available. But that was fun, uh, maybe just from kind of years back. I don't know if that's going to be the mm -hmm. thing anymore. But like running accidentally into a, a secret final boss, that was really cool. Um, things along those lines. Uh, so it had something to offer, but ultimately I can really, really appreciate the the expansions and the uh, the forward progress that 5 has made when it finally did come out with all this stuff. Oh, and they, and they also have begun to do a, an in-game economy with the loot boxes or whatever you'd call them at this point with the Monat stuff. And that's that wasn't really well done, but it's there. And at this point in the evolution of fighting games, I think that there's something to be said about that. So um, I think it'll get better, but I do think that already Street Fighter V is better for single-player content than uh, Street Fighter IV. Wow. I, I actually... I disagree. Are we opposite? We're, we're disagreeing a lot. Yeah, we're opposite here. I, I actually honestly feel that Street Fighter 4 blows Street Fighter 5 out of the water because they had animated intros and, and endings for everyone. And it was those were nice. They were well done. Um, I, you can't quite call it single player content, but you know, when Jury came out, they had the, uh, um, uh, what was it? The uh, animated movie that went with it that was really well done. Um, it was fun to watch. Um, the game's a whole package. It just felt like a completed Street Fighter product. And it's really hard with single player stuff to wash out the taste of what Street Fighter V was at launch. Like, yeah. I still go, I, I played some of the Street Fighter V single player modes. And, and I think for competitive players, I definitely would give the single player advantage to to Street Fighter V. But for more casual people, for me, it's just, I, I, I would go back and play single player modes in Street Fighter IV and have fun with it. Like, there's a there's a way it's done. There's a polish to it. There's a, there's a, the presentation is really to it. nice. I think there's quantity in Street Fighter V, and I think there's more relevant quantity for this this day and age of, like I say, tutorials and direction. Um, but I think that like Street Fighter IV might be a little richer in the experience. But I, I, I'm going for quantity here, and uh, mm -hmm. and and like, like relevant aspects to it for modern gotcha. fighting games. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm you know played a lot of single player modes with both, and it just I've just. I would go back and play Street Fighter 4's single player modes and have fun with those. Uh, and Street Fighter 5 is like the only time. The only time I think I'm going to go back to that is um, to play online and other stuff because it's like uh, uh, those single player modes just don't leave a good taste in my mouth. I was going to make a joke and segue us into our Manscaped ad, but I'm not going to make that joke. Instead. Mm. Support for the Event Hubs podcast is brought to you by Manscaped today, which offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped has just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. And we have an exclusive offer for you today. If you go to manscaped.com, you will get 20% off and free shipping and handling if you use the checkout code eHubsPod when you check out. 20% off, free shipping and handling, and it lets them know that we sent you. And that's a really important part of the process. Yeah, yeah, Manscaped was actually kind enough to send us both the perfect package 4.0, which includes not only the lawnmower 4.0, but also the crop preserver, which is an anti-chafing ball deodorant, and the crop reviver, which is a ball spray toner. Both of these do wonders below the belt, leaving you feeling comfortable and looking confident. We need to look confident, John, and also smell like you care. And, and you know what, John? I tried this out with a wife last night, and she liked it. Ooh. So if you're trying to please the ladies... This worked on my lovely wife. We know that the FGC doesn't exactly have the best resume, the best track record, the best perception, let's say, when it comes to hygiene. Well, fair enough. Let's start today. We have an opportunity. We can take a high quality product and I've been using it. I've been using all of these. I deem them high quality. John, are they high quality? No, they're great. They're absolutely 20% off. 
free shipping and handling, and we can begin dismantling a stereotype with the lawnmower 4.0 and its uh, accompanying ball products. Uh, one of the things I wanted to point out about the lawnmower is uh, it has a ceramic blade, which means less snags, less catching, less cuts, stuff like that. And when you're trimming your balls, that's like one of the most important parts about it. It also has uh, a 4000K LED light, so you can see exactly what you're doing, no matter how deep and dark you've allowed your pube forest to grow. That light is amazing. It is so nice to have. I, I never knew I needed it until I tried this, and now I'm like, I'm never using anything else without that light on there because it's a ball saver. Also, Manscaped's gonna take really good care of our audience out there because they can get 20% off. I forgot about that. Yeah, hey, it, it's a good deal. Just use that code eHubspod at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Again, just punch in that code eHubspod unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped balls <laughs> the holidays are coming up and if you don't know what to get someone and uh you need an idea manscaped is there for you and all those discounts that we just talked about too so there you go. You're welcome. Uh, number three on our list here, category balance. I'm going to ask you kick off balance, which, and you can just give me which game you thought won, or if you want to give me a little bit of a description, oh, either no, way. I, I'd love to see a Street Fighter Five here because that's my favorite game, but flat out, Capcom did an amazing job uh, at the end of Street Fighter Four with the Ultra version. Uh, every cast member was viable in some way. Uh, I still feel some of the cast members in Street Fighter Five like, they just don't stand a fighting chance against, like, Kami and Urien. People like Fong. It's like, you can make them work, but it's like... There's such a huge gap between the top tiers and the low tiers. And in Street Fighter 4, that, that exists somewhat, you know, with Akan and Dan. But that gap, even with those characters, feels smaller. Uh, Ultra Street Fighter 4, in my opinion, is a master class of how to balance a Street Fighter game. Uh, and, and even over all the other games in the franchise, like I'm a huge fan of Super Turbo and even all the Street Fighter 2 iterations, which had some great balance in them. I still put Ultra Street Fighter 4 as number one. It, it's uh, I, I I harp on Capcom a lot for what they do with Kami and other stuff, and that's the, it's a huge reason why I can't put Street Fighter 5 above it. It's just still glaring balance issues in that game. All those things you said, I think the opposite, actually. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I do think that Street Fighter 5, well, first of all, it's, it's more of a leveled playing field at a certain level of analysis because everybody can kind of melt you with the right, hit right and so the potential is there for everybody well going from there you you kind of go down another layer and you go well who's gonna be hitting you more often and then you can kind of distinguish well cammy's got an advantage urian's got an advantage and such but even since the beginning of five and i think it's better balanced now than it ever has been but even at the beginning of five we used to hail this game as even if there is a discrepancy between the top and the bottom, and there certainly is, I think the distance between the number one and the, the very last place is still relatively smaller than it was in Street Fighter 4. Now, maybe maybe you hmm. didn't subscribe to that when we were saying it uh, earlier in Street Fighter 5's life. This is shortly after it was released. Um, and, and maybe you don't see it that way. But I do think that, first of all, there were matches in Street Fighter 4 where I was just like, oh, I'm comfortably going to win this because of like the matchup or something like that. And I've never yeah. felt that ever in Street Fighter yeah. 5. And I usually lose to the lower tiers because of how zany they are. And maybe that's part of just the way I approach the game. Anecdotal, sure. But I, I can't count anybody out in this game. That's not to say that every character wins. A lot more win online. And that's been the the setting that we've been playing in but uh no I, I do think that street fighter 5 has a more leveled playing field and that you can get the job done with most characters um to an extent but more so than street fighter 4 who had characters that you're just like oh this is this character is is truly useless and like some people put that on their tier list and such but i don't think you can count anyone out like we have nikali super low on on both of our tier lists and yet like he's still a very very legit character for instance yeah yeah, I, I remember people like, you know, playing DJ in Ultra Street Fighter 4, and he was very low on most people's tier list, but he would still see him in tournament. But but going back to what you said about um, lopsided matches, I do think that was more of a, a problem in Street Fighter 4 because you had, you know, you played Goken, and against Hugo, like, he couldn't even duck under, like, the medium fireball, right? That would hit him in the head. He, and could, so... he could still duck it, but um, but he, had, he did have a really hard time. And the fireball would just clip through his head because technically you yeah. can't hit him. But I know what you're saying, and yes, that, that was a thing for him. 
Yeah, and, and but there's some stuff like Manat versus Zangief and a few others that like I know some players just hate. Um, so, but I I'm it I I think that overall like I just kind of felt better about like picking some of the low tiers in, in Street Fighter Four and consistently winning with them. I felt like I could do that. Where in Street Fighter Five, it feels like I'm at such a heavy disadvantage against someone like Cami or Urian that it's like. I have to pick a character that's below the crap tier, you know, where you could get by with a crap tier character in Street Fighter 4. I don't know, man. Like, if you're running into so. a Yun, you're running into an, a, an evil Ryu that knows what they're doing. You're uh, like a lot of, well, you say matchups, and then like the Elena factor kind of comes in in certain matchups, especially. But that, I mean, it also comes down to they've, they've built upon their understanding of balance and attended to a lot of specific things. The kind of things that are broken in SF4 tend to be a little bit, I would say, uh, more egregious than SF5, as you would probably see as a trend going back further and further in time as Capcom learns, hopefully, more and more lessons through each game and through each iteration. But in the same way that, you know, you have an expectation that like Street Fighter 2 is going to be super broken and that's like there's an acceptability in that because of its age and the time that it was made. Uh, well, when you consider that, I think Street Fighter 4 is going to have a relatively more broken roster and therefore less balanced. Interesting. Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's funny how we approach this stuff. So yeah. it's a this is the all disagreeing segment. That's what we're going to go. That, so well, hopefully we don't match up at all. The so. next one is watchability. <laughs> Which one is more fun for audiences to watch? And uh, so I <laughs> I'm going to start this by saying I already chose Street Fighter Four for this one. And the reason I did that was because I could immediately call upon not only certain matches or instances that were like, they, they've gone into the annals of history when it comes to Street Fighter, like Daigo versus Gamer B, like Daigo versus, and there's a lot of Daigo in this, by the way, Daigo versus Momochi at Stunfest. Um, what was the uh, the infiltration picking Hakan at Evo uh, against PR Balrog? Snake Eyes bringing back the five, the... The SCR, I think it was 2014, 2013, uh, 5v5, SoCal and NorCal. NorCal beats SoCal four games in a row or four sets in a row. Snake Eyes is the anchor and he comes back and he beats all of them. And so I, I went back and, and we'll get some... Uh, some examples of this and, and I actually have audio form which we don't normally do but the reason I included the audio in a lot of these is because you can hear not only the the action but then the crowd and the announcers reacting now I was trying to come up with similar situations for Street Fighter 5 and I had a few the first one that came to my mind was like Phenom grabs Daigo five times which was interesting especially yeah, because it happened awesome. to someone like Daigo who you'd imagine like that guy would be doing that kind of a thing to somebody else but like, is that a, is that a moment or is that kind of like a this game is kind of weird? The fact that that could happen, I don't know. You have um, Problem X versus Daigo at Red Bull Kumite. I think it was two years ago. That's hailed as one of the best um, sets that you've seen in Street Fighter Five in competitive Street Fighter Five, and it had a really cool comeback by Daigo um, toward the end there. And because uh, he was on, he was going to get eliminated, and then he had like no life, and he brought it all the way back as Guile, and it was this like long played out thing uh problem x then turns it around and, and beats him in the next set with a, a or in the next round with a ridiculous combo into v-trigger into super kind of craziness um it, but these moments oh punk punk's initial run at uh was it ncr 2017 this is when punk emerged and this isn't like a single set but like uh, it was a whole series he was taking out everybody like from around the world i think he took out like uh, Haitani and uh, Mochi and uh, Knuckle Dew twice. I have it written down here, but of course I don't have it right in front of me for when I need to uh, to talk about it. But point is, he took out a bunch of people. Oh, Haitani, Mochi, Fudo, and Knuckle Dew twice uh, is what I, I saw there um, with his Karen and his awesome awesome display of play, which was very memorable mm -hmm. to watch. I remember seeing yeah. those low forwards and, and and going, "That's amazing. That's really cool." Also, watched on these the damage output. But then you look and you see him beat knuckle do for the second time in grand finals and win and he stands up and the crowd just kind of like and then tasty steve i think it's tasty steve on the mic goes yeah give it up for this guy and they go and there just wasn't that that engagement that appreciation that i think should have been there especially for a scenario like that um i think the biggest moment for this was daigo versus tokido at kimono michi 2 and that was not high flying so i don't think casual players would have appreciated that as much um, but that was just daigo 
perfectly spacing, knowing his hurt and hitboxes to the degree of uh, if I'm crouching versus if I'm standing, I can get a move to whiff and then punish it. And that was just amazing high-level Street Fighter V. Tie that to the fact that there was some drama with Tokido fighting his demons there, his demon of, of Daigo, nothing sinister there, just wanting to competitively win, not doing so and, and being moved to tears and it being an emotional moment. But like all of these, it just they do not stack up to to the highs of Street Fighter Four, where you listen to the crowds there and like microphones. Maybe it's just that microphones were older and they weren't as good, but they were overmodulating left and right. Just people were losing their minds. I watch some of these these uh, moments and I get excited just at at what I'm seeing, even though I've seen it before. Oh, by the way, Valle Bonchan at Evo. Uh, it's just there are there are amazing great moments from Street Fighter Four, and I just cannot call the same caliber. And I and I and I asked the group mm -hmm. here and at Event Hubs like, hey guys, what what moments are good? And you said, Punk versus Idom at Capcom Cup. Yeah, it's pretty good. I remember uh, Idom pulling out some poison combos with the cocktail into the whip that just was uh, it was amazing at how much it melted the life bar. But I, uh, and I also remember Punk kind of complaining about lag on the setups, but I don't remember a specific moment out of those things or out of that, out of that set, but uh, I'll turn uh, it over to you. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. So, um, uh, I'll give you my answer of what I think is better, but one of the things you're forgetting and it's like, it's a completely unfair playing field here because Street Fighter four did not have a worldwide pandemic happen right in the middle of when the game was getting good. The game was out for eight years, eight years. It had to build hype up and, and Street Fighter five has been out for like what, five years now in a year and a half of those and especially when the game got really good now all the tournaments are online this is apples to oranges that's not even fair but my examples like you... that i'm giving are all in-person tournaments and then i would say i was riding the momentum especially back in 2017 of what street fighter 4 had been building up for so many years but the thing about it is we don't even have in-person tournaments for the most part until recently that just started back up again what a year and a half of everyone just like getting completely derailed in the fgc and like that's not street fighter 5's fault that that's completely out of the game's control and, and again if you ask me uh street fighter 5 is a way more intense and better esports game to watch than street fighter 4 you can actually watch online tournaments and have a good time doing it. it's not as good as offline that's well established you know the fgc does not like it but you can can actually watch online tournaments and have a good time with them and and it's just the game has more hype it's more energy it's more marvel mm, there's and, and not so, more hype in this game like there's no way hype, to more cut energy it. way hell no. yeah hell listen yeah, to is. the way the announcers talk when they are in person and when there are these huge i mean street fighter 5 has had the the giant evo settings i don't think street fighter 4 Dude, had you're, the, you're the big about MGM. E league you're like E League was amazing you had tasty steve and sage on the mic man they were doing an amazing what happened job at e -League? on there that was e-league like like uh, phenom so dropped a good combo uh wolf crone and kbred had their thing but that was more about wolf wolf crone and kbred and the security guard than it was about the actual gameplay like one of them won sure but like do you remember any moments do you remember any like that was amazing yeah. play yeah. no it was I all remember, about the, the hype and the drama around Smug. the Mug made an amazing run in there, one of the best runs we've ever seen from from him. And Tokido called a timeout, which we didn't know he had in grand finals, completely derailed his momentum and came back and won the tournament. We were like, "What? The timeout rule? What? What did this timeout rule come from?" Kind of thing. And it was great. Like there was a bunch of moments. Uh, uh, Infiltration making his great run. Tokido making his great one. He, he run won like what six or seven tournaments in a row. Both players did. And it was like, "Can you stop this character?" And, and Infiltration is doing crazy monot combos in grand finals. And it's like, dude, can you get those and hit them? And and it's just like it's stringing on. The crowd's going crazy. But the thing about it is, we've already well established that Street Fighter Five when it first started was not the best of games it had some issues and the game has gotten so much better now but when it got so much better we had a global pandemic pandemic happen and it's just it's like look like it's it's not an even playing field here street fighter 4 had way more time and street fighter it, it never had to deal with a global pandemic that is just that's like sure the, the ultimate but we do there. have plenty of examples from when the pandemic wasn't going on where street fighter but 5 the game wasn't as good it wasn't as good the game is much better now, and Street Fighter Four was the same way. The, the whole but you just made a bunch 4. of arguments about examples of from well, that no, time, saying example. that that no, no, was no. better. But then you're also saying that no, we no, also no, shouldn't we're... use that because because Super Street Fighter Four was was a bad point in time for the game. Most people did not like it, and they were watching Marvel way more. The game was not hyped; it was not good. That was like a two or three year period or whatever where we were playing that game, and it was just not doing well. And it's like taking that moment in time 
and, and saying like that's that's what it is because that was like you know a two-year period or whatever and it just the game was not hype it was too defensive there was a bunch of issues and stuff with it street fighter 5 really got its momentum here in recent times with you know the the v shift and the offensive defense being better um it hasn't had as much time to flourish as street fighter 4 has had uh, from a strictly time standpoint and also again the the, the pandemic but, yeah. Well, we do have Red Bull Kumite 2021 happening this weekend in Las Vegas. And uh, and I will be there, by the way. So if you're going to be there, come say hi. Um, and that will be one of these uh, types of events. And, and Red Bull Kumite is, is always really hype. Um, they, they do a great job. They put it in a cage. It's awesome. And uh, so we will be returning to offline events. And I believe CEO is on the way, too. Um, in the not too distant future. So we're going to get Street Fighter V is going to have another crack at that. Um, but I do think through and through, I mean, listening to this, watching this, getting the, like, I mean, react to these, uh, as we, as we put them up, the hair on your, on your arm stands up for one of them and <laughs> not for, for the others. And, uh, that's just, that's just me. But, uh, again, I am the master of the graphics. And so I have given this one to street fighter four last one roster overall roster, which one had the better, uh, selection of characters. Now, of course there's a lot of overlap. Uh, but there's also a handful of brand new characters and, and you know, and the DLC fighters that have come in over the times. We've actually talked about those a few times, the, the best and the worst of Street Fighters uh, 4 and 5 in terms of the, the newcomer characters. But I want to turn over to you. What did you think about the uh, the roster of Street Fighter 5 versus the roster of SF4? I think both of them are pretty darn good, and it kind of comes down to which characters you like more. Mm -hmm. uh, for me personally, I thought Street Fighter 4 actually won that one because I'm more of a fan of like, you know, Street Fighter 2 and Street Fighter 3 versus the Alpha games. Um, I think those are just, you know, they had better gameplay. Mm -hmm. And so I was a little bit like more hype. Like Goken, for example, is like a character we've been waiting for for forever. And we finally got him in Street Fighter 4, and they brought back a bunch of characters. I just remember so much more hype and momentum around the characters, but Street Fighter 5 has its, you know, the Karen coming back is great. Mika coming back is great. You know, there, there's still Those a lot there. Those are both alpha characters. Yeah. But Birdie came back, and yeah, Birdie. Yeah. So so for me, like, I, I don't think it's like a hands-down winner, but for I just, I like what Street Fighter 4 did there a little better. It sounds like we might finally agree here on the last one, but I'm not sure. It's, it's, it is subjective and this one may be a little bit more than the rest because it's like well which characters do you like um i i will say that jury jury has been a really big deal and i would say probably still more so than monot or g which i think are two of street fighter 5's biggest newcomers and i think if you've mm -hmm. added a character to the franchise that really resonates and that will almost certainly be coming back that goes a long way in this category um, they did that with Jury, uh, like, like, and she's like, she's like a Morrigan, like status kind of character. She's like right under Chun-Li kind of a thing in terms of how much mm -hmm. people love her. And, uh, and so that was a big deal. Sea Viper was up there. I was kind of surprised they didn't bring her back for five. Yeah, um, I didn't, have. I didn't hate most of the characters that were in four. I wasn't a fan of Fuerte, Elena, I could leave. Um, but like, you know, like a Relento, I was never really going to play Relento, but I thought he was cool and interesting and. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't really want to go through the entire rosters and such, but uh, I obviously I have a huge bias because of Goken and who he was and, and my relationship with that character. So I, yes, did put Street Fighter four as the winner for the roster, but this was a close one. And I will not block you on Twitter if you disagree with me on this particular category. So <laughs> there it is, uh, I, I guess. So what you did, Street Fighter five, one, one, two. Uh, and then four, do you have Street Fighter Four as the winner here then? Overall, um, so what watchability? I had uh, Street Fighter Five. Um, single player modes was Street Fighter Four. Roster Street Fighter Four. Balance Street Fighter Five. And um, yeah, you voted so. Street Fighter Four then. Uh, I somewhat, yeah. I mean, it's it's a balance in there. I I I don't completely hate the game gameplay wise. Was Street Fighter Five, so I have I, I guess I have Street Fighter Five um, at three, and then Street Fighter Four at two. Okay. So it, it's it's just, but it's close. Again, I, I I do respect what that was for a lot of people, but what what I have an issue with, like I said, is the nostalgia glasses that people are like, oh, this game was so good, and I was like, you're not remembering some of the big problems that came with that game. Like, no, but I say those but, things with that in mind, and like trying to check myself. 
for that nostalgia and be objective about those things. And what, but yeah, and, and I do agree that that is a super easy trap for people to fall in and they do all the time in the fighting game community. Yeah. I, I love super turbo and I still, and, and I will swear by that game, but I, I'm like, you know, it's, what is that game? Like 90 years old now. So, you know, I can't, I can't hype it up too much. So, <laughs> but you know what? I know that people are going to freaking be pissed off as all hell at us, like for a variety of reasons. So please like comment below, uh, go off on us, go off on the stuff we said or like, just have your own points. It's all good either way. Uh, that's why we're doing this stuff is to, you know, to, to have a, a discussion about this. We want to, we want to weigh in back and forth and, and get people thinking about it so that when this next game comes out, we're talking about the right things. We're talking about the right things that, that more people enjoy and make these games better. Right. Uh, so. Don't disagree with me. I'll flame you on Twitter and block you on social media. So <laughs> at your own risk, but all right, that's you know all what? I had to I, say. I, yeah, I, I just had to bring it up. Like you talked about hype moments. Like where's a Mr. Crimson run through RBK, man? That was incredible in Street Fighter Five. You're going to RBK soon. Like it, it, sure. that was one of the most incredible. Well, I asked I you guys, and no one said Mr. Crimson's run through RBK. So. <laughs> At the mm. time, I might have been playing some fighting games and been a oh, little bit busy. Oh, that's but, you why know, you so. couldn't help out one of your uh, one of your heads of departments in doing that's their job. I see. That. Okay, no. I'm gonna leave a comment below with how much I disagree with you. But anyway, get blocked. All right, what's your segment? All right. I want to talk about, uh, first off, if people don't mind, uh, if you don't mind leaving a like here, uh, it really helps out the channel a ton. Uh, it, it just, if you take just a second to do it, it, it's the best way to see us like do more content here going forward. Uh, please leave a like, it helps a ton. But John, I want to talk about the official Street Fighter tournament winners, according to Canon. These are the characters who have won the tournaments that happened in game. And, you know, there might be less tournaments than people realize because not every every game had a tournament associated with it. Sometimes the characters are just running around fighting, right? Doesn't Ryu just win them all? No, he does not. You would think that. You would think that actually Ryu's only won one tournament, and we'll go ahead and start there. That is Street Fighter 1. Mm. Uh, so spoilers, uh, Ryu only won this one tournament. Um, and this one's super well documented. Uh, Sagat is basically the Muay Thai like, champion, and it seems like he won some competitions here before, but not the World Warrior tournament or whatever, right? Um and uh, this is a seven foot five man uh, that probably would give you some pretty good advantages in martial arts competitions uh, with, you know, <laughs> if you're seven foot five and highly athletic. Right. Uh, so anyway, um, it's a little bit ambiguous what tournaments got won before them, but he's basically set up to go up against Ryu and uh, he's the Muay Thai champion. Ryu kicks his butt, gives him a scar, nearly kills him doing that. And there we are. So Ryu is the first winner in Street Fighter 1. I got to ask you, was it a sucker punch uppercut? Or was it the not? Jury, the jury is out on that I know, one. who it shot is, first? It yeah, it is. It's a, For the most part, it seems like people kind of side on that wasn't a sucker punch, but maybe it was. So I love it, the idea this. of it being a yeah. sucker punch because that shows <laughs> Ryu is not just this perfect good guy. It yeah. shows, yeah. And, and they jump into his like evil side and such. And so to have him be flawed... I don't know. I feel like I can relate to that. Uh, all of you guys yep. that are flawed in the comments, let us know. <laughs> well, he he tapped into the Satsui no Hato, right? And that, so he unlocked his evil intent to to dragon punch him. So if he, he sucker punched him, that's perfect. It matches up well. And that's there's so much debate on that one. But yeah, I choose to believe it that way. Even if the Capcom people and the the guy that invented gifts came out and said that uh you know it was it's it's pronounced jiff and it wasn't a sucker punch i choose to believe the opposite is true in my world so <laughs> that's uh it's all good that's a that's what makes this stuff fun right so moving on to street fighter 2 this is unfortunately where things get really ambiguous but there are still some solid clues that we can follow as to what happened um the main thing here is that m bison hosted this tournament and it's sponsored by shadowloo right um that would be really awesome to go to that tournament and see like shadowloo banners and like do some drugs and take some weapons and stuff with you on on the way but regardless i feel um, like we're just not on the same wavelength today but go on <laughs> maybe maybe too much um too many attending of bison's tournaments right but anyway so therefore um you could say that since Bison hosted the tournament and ran it, whoever defeats him in the end is the winner. You know, that it's not a bad rule because, I mean, he's the final boss. He's the final character. So whoever defeats him has got to be the champion, right? Well, Akuma decided to randomly enter the tournament himself without official approval. And we all know in the FGC, it is not cool to do that. No. Not even if you pay someone else for their spot. 
you can't really, you know, so not that that would ever happen. But regardless, anyway, so Akuma waits till the end of the fight. Bison's getting out there and Akuma just jumps out in Raging Demons and kills M. Bison. And this is backed up, of course, with Bison's body changing between like pretty much every game. He gets killed and then he comes back with a new body, right? So anyway... Since Akuma killed Bison, you could technically argue, and probably this is the case that, you know, the most likely one, that Akuma is actually the winner, even though he cheated huh. to win. Uh, he he killed Bison. And so if you kill the embossed, you're, you're kind of the winner. So, so we're not going with it's a wash because, like, Ryu quit in the middle of it. And I think, if, if I'm not mistaken, like, Sagat was there, but then, like, because Ryu quit, he quit or Ken quit. I don't know. There's a bunch of quitting as far as I remember in SF2. <laughs> Which is not a good message to send to kids. It's like, hey, yeah. kids, don't do drugs and also quit. Uh, yes. But and then because then I guess, well, maybe the lesson is if you do that, then the demon monster comes in and then they're the winners and you don't want that. So I know that Capcom has a bunch of underlying, really, really thoughtful and, and, and intuitive and insightful messages underneath their seemingly basic Street Fighter story. Yeah. Dance with the Russian president. So and drink vodka, yes. So anyway, unfortunately, uh, Akuma is the best answer we have because none of the other character stories really put them in a spot of actually winning the tournament. And so Akuma is the best official answer that we have unofficially. I hope that the story for Street Fighter Six is we keep having these tournaments and they're not going well. And all I want to do is have a tournament that works. And it's like Bison and he's all like you know super sweet sixteen out about trying to get a tournament that just finishes. I think that they could just lower the stakes and have it be that, and that would be a lot of fun. I, they they could do a, that would work. Yes, <laughs> and it would it would it would match the mo of Capcom super well. But <laughs> anyway, getting into uh, next, we have Street Fighter Three. This is where Gil hosted this tournament uh, for the Illuminati organization, and we have a clear winner here. Alex won this event. Alex won something, John. I don't John. believe Can, it. I know no one believes it. That that's a come when you talk about who the Street Fighter Three winner is. People are like Fred. You know, no, no, no. It's Alex. Alex won the event. They did a Street Fighter three. Yeah, exactly. So uh, he he goes on. He wins every match he's in. Uh, he even beats Gil, but he fails to kill him in the end. And if Gil held back or kind of did whatever, you know. But the question a lot of people have is, well, what happened to Ryu? What? Did, and that matter is a little bit up for debate. If because Oro and Ryu apparently had a match, and Oro basically kicked his butt. And but Oro wants Ryu to be his successor eventually. Right. Like after, you know, like 15 years of kicking Ryu's butt or whatever, Oro feels like Ryu could finally be a successor and, and do that. He wants him to do his his path. Oro doesn't want him running around and playing in a bunch of fighting game tournaments. He he, he wants Ryu to be Sounds whatever like my he is. Dad. Like this old, yeah. So anyway, it, it, it's it's kind of an interesting scenario. But basically, when Oro beat Ryu, he didn't show up because like everyone thinks like, you know, um, uh, Oro would easily beat Alex. And then if Gil didn't hold back, he he easily would have beaten Alex. So Alex is kind of a little bit of like a, um, maybe people don't have a lot of faith in him. And maybe he has the I give up outfit that he wears in Street Fighter V to kind of acknowledge that. There's a lot of things going on he here. He won, but, but uh, the killers didn't show up and Gil was exactly. having a bad day. And that, yeah, there is certain Wednesday night fights like that where like somebody that you didn't expect would win. And then like the, you know, because that's always an arcade, by the way, guys, an arcade is definitely like a kid's playground and there's clicks and all that kind of stuff and there's definitely that feeling sometimes like oh yeah so and so won but it was because you know snake eyes didn't show up this week and chris t had a cold and yada yada so yeah, yeah. It, the monitors were lagging john that's and really that. what it comes down to <laughs> yes <laughs> car so. alarm the dog was barking and it's gone now but it was there yeah. Yeah, but shout out to alex for actually winning something that does not happen very often and then finally we get into street fighter 4 whose tournament was hosted by Sin, that organization, with Seth being the main person behind it. Once again, if you defeat the final boss, you are often considered the tournament winner. While a number of characters help bring Seth down, the person who delivered the final blow, Wait. John, do you have any idea who it was? Is it Fei Long with a knife? That would have been perfect in the study. But no, unfortunately, ah. th this one was one of the most popular characters in Street Fighter history being Jury. Because a lot of people don't realize that Jury dealt the final blow. Uh, Seth's like, you know, Tau, stomach, whatever thing he's got, she freaking smashes it in there and, and you know, basically kills him off. She betrays him in the end. You know, she's working for Sin, but she doesn't really care. She just wants to, you know, cause chaos and other stuff like that, get revenge for her parents. Um, 
she she deals the final blow, but this is also backed off because she made off with his brain. And Jury in Street Fighter V puts Seth Brain into a new female body. And so you look at this. So, so a lot of people don't know this, that, that Jury, you know, won the, the, the Street Fighter IV tournament because, again, this stuff is not super well documented. That's a headline but on it the is, front page, by the way. Always be yeah, contenting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is backed up. It is backed up by her Street Fighter, our, our Seth Street Fighter V story mode because Jury shows up with his brain. She's got it. How did she get that? You know, and of course, you know, some kid was chewing bubble gum and fell on the ground. Jury tripped and found Seth brain that could be the official explanation here you know from capcom for all we know but in terms of a storyline of what we have seen in both games it looks like jury won the tournament um if you consider whoever kills the emboss to be the winner and that's like because i mean they so the reason i said the fei long thing is because when you win with fei long i remember he just knifes seth in the back and seth dies but that's not canonical right because there's a bunch of versions where people yeah. like other characters beat him but but juries is the one huh yeah, well, this is from the best I could see. She had the most definitive proof because Fei Long does not show up in Street Fighter V with Seth's brain, you know, kind of thing. It, this is this is Capcom's That's canon. True. And, and so, you you know, did Ryu sucker punch God? Did he do this? It's like, this is piecing it together as best we can. And it would be wonderful to have definitive statements from Capcom about this. Maybe we'll get them. Maybe we won't. It's always been piecing stuff together. Um, uh, outside of Street Fighter One is the only time they've definitively said who won in a, a tournament. Um, so you basically have to, you know, look through all the lore look through a bunch of books look through a bunch of other things and you can kind of piece stuff together uh they i think they've got it i think they've got actual answers at capcom hq but <laughs> they're like a street fighters plot telling people about it that's not going to happen so <laughs> well it's good it lets us do this here and uh yeah, have some mystery to it so i had yeah. fun yeah well there's a little bit more john oh that, that yeah there, that's it like that that's actually the end of official tournament winners because there's no other tournaments because factually Street Fighter Alpha, Third Strike, and Street Fighter V are not tournaments at all. They're actually just characters roaming around the globe and and fighting each other. You know, like, and that's pretty much it. It's like, uh, there should be more winners, and you would think that there's actually some tournaments and stuff in there. They're not. You know, like, uh, these games, they're, they're just like, hey, we're, we're Street Fighter, so we're going to roam around the streets and fight each other. Uh, so they live up to their name, right? Uh, and so there's actually only been four official tournaments in, in Street Fighter history. And so it's kind of an interesting thing. Like there's been a lot of games, but there's been four official tournaments and four official winners. And man, that's all we got. Huh. Yeah. yeah. So, so, all right, John, I, what do you think is going to happen? I just, I, I have to throw this out here with Street Fighter six. Do you think they're going to go back and actually unpack this stuff for once? Or do you no. think like, this is like, okay. So you, you think we're going to be stuck here, like doing videos like, okay, Street Fighter seven's coming. It's here's Street Fighter. Here's what's going to happen in Street Fighter six. <laughs> Everyone's going to go to space and then we're going to leave the writing room and then just stuff's going to happen. And we're going to have to deal with it as everyone's in space. And here we go. <laughs> There is a new space stage on the CPT, right? Like they they are fighting, in, so that's backed up. That is officially canon now. That is what's going to happen. So, okay. Or or there is a there is a giant locust swarm that's a that's affecting the entire planet, and that's like the moving factor that causes all the characters to do things, and then also they fight. Yeah, moons and chess pieces. Boom. That's going to wrap us up for this week of the Eventus Podcast. <laughs> Once again, you all, thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back with you soon. Okay, bye-bye.